This is Jim Martin, and this is my encouragement note, number 67. The list of five. Number one, navigating the egos. My friend spoke of an upcoming business trip, and in the conversation, he talked about having to navigate the egos on this particular trip. Now, perhaps you can relate to this. You, you may know what that whenever you deal with particular people or a group, you will have to navigate the egos. Consider the following situations in which the ego of another may get in the way. One person's ego may be associated with her visibility in the community due to her job. She loves to be recognized and treated as special. Another person's ego may be associated with financial affluence. This person may find a way in most any conversation to bring up his latest extravagant purchase. And still another person's ego may be associated with his social network. He may regularly communicate to you how busy he is and the important people with whom he is interacting. See how important I am seems to be the constant message. Years ago, my father-in-law was hosting a fundraising dinner at the school where he served as president. A few days after the dinner, he received an angry note from a dinner guest. The person was angry because he and his wife had not been seated at the head table. Now, hear the following by T.S. Eliot in The Cocktail Party. This is 1949. Half the harm that is done in this world is due to people who want to feel important. They don't mean to do harm, but the harm does not interest them. Or they do not see it, or they justify it, because they are absorbed in the endless struggle to think well of themselves. Now, I want to make sure that my own ego is not a part of the problem. I, I want to make sure that my ego is in check. I don't want to think too much of myself, nor do I want to think too little of myself. And far too many of us use the word just as we speak of our vocation. I'm just a school teacher, or I'm just a preacher. And my worth is found from having been created in the image of God. It is not found in a job title, a corporate role, or my affluence, or lack of it. The following may help put our own ego challenges in perspective. One, the self-declared importance or perceived importance of another person does not have any bearing on our own significance. At times, those with inflated egos can leave others reeling in the dust with a sense of inadequacy. Yet our worth is not determined by comparing ourselves with another. Second, Jesus said that the greatest in the kingdom is not someone who appears to be important in this world. Rather, the greatest is the person who is a servant, Mark 10.45. This is not the way to greatness. Serving in the kingdom is greatness. And then three, this quote, from T.W. Manson's The Christian Ministry, 1948. Quote, In the kingdom of God, service is not a stepping stone to nobility.
It is nobility, the only kind of nobility that is recognized. You and I have far more to gain in Christ than in having others treat us as if we are special or important. Our worth and value comes from Him. Number two, you belong here. My friend Tim communicated an important truth to his Bible class at the university. He wanted to encourage his students. He told them that even though they might have a bad day or do poorly on a test, this is where they belong. You belong here, he emphasized. Sometimes you may wonder where you actually belong. I remember walking with Charlotte one evening in the little downtown area of McGregor, Texas. We came to a large furniture store that had been there for many years. Unfortunately, that evening it was already closed for the day. We both stood there on the sidewalk looking through the plate glass window at the furniture inside. Perhaps you've been to a church where you felt as if you were on the outside looking in. You just couldn't break through. You could see that many people seemed to have close friendships, and enjoyed being with one another. However, you found it hard to break through. You may have felt as if you were on the outside of a large plate glass window looking in. I don't know how long you've been reading these encouragement notes, but may I suggest that you really do belong here. You may be doing very well, or you may be discouraged and disheartened. But I'm glad you're here and, and want you to know that you really do belong. Encouragement is not just for those who are struggling or feel weak in some way. Rather, another's encouragement can have a way of building us up and giving us support and confidence for the day. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 It can help build us up as we attempt to live out Christ's desire for our lives. Most of all, Christ-centered encouragement is an attempt to treat another person with value as one created in God's image. Who might especially be blessed by your encouragement today? Number three, learn to handle hard things well. Sometimes life is hard. Does this describe your life today? If it does, let me encourage you to hang on. You're not alone. One, maybe you don't know what to do with that particular child. You love him or her. However, sometimes you feel like you're losing your mind. At times you get very discouraged. You may even wonder if you're not a failure as a parent. It doesn't seem like your friends are having these problems. Or, Next, maybe you don't know what to do with your marriage. You love your husband or wife, yet sometimes life together can be so hard. You look at the pictures on Facebook or Instagram, and it seems like everyone is having a great life but you. Next, maybe you don't know what to do with your life. You want a life of joy. You love the Lord and attempt to make choices that please Him. However, in this season of life, you're struggling. Now, do, you, do you relate to any of these situations? 
To struggle does not mean that you're an inadequate Christian, a bad person, or a person who is failing. Know this, you're not alone. All of those smiling faces on Facebook and Instagram were taken at a single point in time. The pictures do not show what the rest of their life is like. You are not seeing them when they disagree, are angry, or are not getting along. And the pictures probably, not show, probably do not show you when they look like, what they look like when they are discouraged. Yet many of these people will tell you that they too struggle at times, just like you. Know that God is with you. He will never forsake you or leave you. He will stand by your side and give you strength. And His presence enables us to navigate life. Sometimes life is hard, and yet we can passively wait on life to get easier, or we can learn to do hard things well. We do this not on our own, but by the grace of God and in the power of the Spirit. Again, you and I are not alone. God is faithful and will be with you and me through it all. Number four when you wonder about your significance, and this is especially for ministers and other church leaders. If you are a minister, you may know what it is to feel insignificant. You may wonder if your work really matters. You may compare yourself to other ministers and come away feeling inadequate. Some people believe that ministers have great value if one or more of the following factors are true. First, if other churches or Christian colleges are asking this minister to speak at their congregation or at particular lectureships, seminars, etc. Or if well-known congregations are asking this minister to consider joining their ministry staff. Or if this minister has a much larger salary compared to other ministers who serve in the same role. Or if this minister has a large social media platform that seems to attract the attention of many. Or if this minister is well known throughout the region or the nation and seems to have a following. And finally, if this minister who has served a smaller congregation begins preaching for a larger congregation that is highly visible, suddenly this minister may be perceived to be important. What about a minister who serves and none of the above is true? How do ministers respond when they believe they have little value compared to other ministers? Some ministers become critics. They may regularly critique and find fault with other ministers. They may spend much energy dismissing whatever might be associated with more visible ministers. For some, this may be like the person who didn't get invited to the party and dealt with it by saying, I didn't want to go to the party anyway. Still other ministers become self-critics. They conclude there must be something wrong with themselves. They reflect on themselves and see failure and inadequacies. They may even lose their self-confidence. What if a minister chose a different path? What if a minister chose to pursue wisdom 
This is a slow but solid way to approach ministry. This challenges us to grow from within instead of being preoccupied with perceived visible signs of success found in another. Ultimately, one's validation as a Christian minister comes from the Father. It is His well done that matters. It is His well done that validates us as human beings and Christian ministers. This validation can help us feel comfortable in our own skin. Far too many ministers approach ministry like tourists on the tour bus who are quickly getting off the bus, taking pictures with their phone, and getting back on the bus on the way to the next destination. Ministers are to be pilgrims who are here to experience life fully and deeply, growing in wisdom along the way. Others will see your life, hear your teachings, and learn how to live. Your importance and value before God is not determined by the standards we so often use to measure one another. Rather, God values each one of us and by His grace we will receive a well done. I want to encourage you to uh, look at the written version of these encouragement notes. You'll find a very short little video that might be helpful. Also, look at the section, etc., which includes reading and listening resources and just a couple of notes. Thank you for reading this encouragement note. If you have friends or family and you think they would be blessed by, being, by, by receiving these encouragement notes on a regular basis, that's every other Monday morning, I want to encourage you uh, to help them subscribe, jimmartin.substack.com. Dot dot Thank you.